what you got to say to yourself, Scott. When you feel the nerves, you say, I'm excited. That's what this is. It's excitement that I feel. It's not the terror of fucking up this whole episode. That should be a motivational speaker. Hello and welcome to the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. We have a very special episode today, particularly during the reign of the Dread Pod King, Sneaky D. Yes, the triumvirate itself has been reunited. We've got fan favorite Ian Dixon, along with current Pod King, Dread Pod King, Sneaky D, David Vanderhaden. How are you guys doing this wonderful spring day? Doing all right. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, sounds like David's feeling really optimistic. Reasonably. <laughs> He's transferring his excitement to optimism, which is also sounds a lot like a running list of things to be pessimistic about. Right. It's reverse psychology, man. Right. Just before the show, he's like, I'm sure the audio is not going to cut out. And I'm sure we're going to find things to talk about. And I'm sure it's going to be entertaining and not cringeworthy. And I'm sure we're not wasting three grown men's time doing some silly fucking podcast. I'm sure none of those influences or factors will at all be apparent in the production of this particular episode. Well, let's get started. <laughs> well, let's do a Scott cast. <laughs> Remember when you used to say, well, that's a Scott cast. Well, that's a Scott cast. <laughs> now good. you can say, well, here's the Scott cast coming up. Well, here's the ScottCast. Oh, and today, I, I do have some things to say we're going to talk about before we talk about. Good. You're going to talk about that can of Blue Strohs that you're rocking there? Is that supposed to be symbolic? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it comes Scott's in packs thinking. of 30s. What the fuck this is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought, well, yeah, I remember when you first stumbled upon it. I was down in Arizona in the casino, and I was like, here's the real fucking jackpot. Scott just found a can of Strohs that's that, that's blue. It's clearly a, a sign from our Hamtramck Avengers days. Right. We have so many productions almost ready to go <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> like At least two. At least two. Full Hamtramck Avengers universe, which is a radio play universe at the moment. And we got a full feature production with bees and Matt Damon called zombies but neither of those have much news besides the fact that i got a green screen and uh, <laughs> and ian's got plans to make the puppets so did you just i thought you already had a bit you had a big muslin backdrop so you got the same one basically that's just a green screen you know i have like a giant one that covers this whole wall i, I don't use you could have just had right right it's the same one i had all the time but i'm saying i got it so it gives the yeah. illusion of forward progress because i have a show to do mm. ruining the illusion okay so you're just rephrasing you're prepackaging your own items to see like you're actually doing stuff yeah yeah i i, I look forward to being able to wear my blue screen suit on my blue wall but that won't work with a green screen no it won't I'll just look like a jackass <laughs> I'll just be a blue. <laughs> you're gonna have me fucking a bee in my blue screen outfit, and you're like, "Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna swap Matt Damon's body in there instead." So it's a, you're a stunt double for yourself, and we're gonna put Matt Damon there, and then really, I'm talking to a fucking tennis ball on a stick, and you're having me. You're like, "That's the zombie," and then you really just show the footage of me in a blue costume against a, a green backdrop, fucking a tennis ball. 
but it turns out the tennis ball was you from another timeline. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's where you got to write the script for that one. That's a real winner right there. That's more advanced. Sand, the sandwich story. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of these references and more will have complete payoffs when you finally watch Zombies, the first ScottCast feature production. Coming soon to a theater near you. Coming in approximately two years. <laughs> so wherever the fuck will have us. What a day, huh? Have you heard about the monkey chimera creature? It's monkey boy in the flesh. Yes. I think it was a team of Chinese and American scientists decided to do some splicing in order to grow organs, basically. So they mixed human DNA with uh, chimp DNA, and they were successful in creating an embryo. And there's no way this could possibly be a bad idea. Right? You're only creating human chimp creatures for organ harvesting. You're only creating a creature that would have the strength of a fucking chimp and this intelligence of a human, and then doing worse than crimes against humanity against this entire new species, this chimera species. If this thing gets past the embryo stage, which I guess it doesn't, it all dies by How age How would it? <laughs> They'd have to like put it in somebody's body. <laughs> so let's hope nobody fucking abducts this thing and like sticks it in their, their hoo-ha. Well, can't there be like... Uh, like those test tubes where they have the floating embryo like hooked up to wires and stuff like that, like in the movies, like in the yeah, Lost World. That works. That's an incubation chamber, and I'm pretty sure they have they have not perfected that technology yet either. That's kind of crazy, though, that like it's kind of like, who, did the can opener get invented first, or did the can? We can Definitely create the can. these embryos. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the can. Well, here's the thing. We can create these embryos. The lock like, created or the key first? Which one? Did, I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> but like, we can make the embryo creature. We can make the actual creature, but we can't make the thing that the creature lives in. Yeah. Yeah, there's not enough to keep it going along. Unless you stick it up with somebody's uterus. See what happens. Might not turn out so well. If, if you had a uterus, Stinky D, would you, would you harbor a chimera creature? I mean, like, as long as I have the rights to the this thing, and I was like, it's it's mother. Is that yeah. how you think parenting is? It's like you have rights to these humans. <laughs> yeah, to the <laughs> one that you fucking birth. That's right. Especially if they use the, uh, well, I guess they wouldn't really have any of your, uh, yeah, you'd just be a complete surrogate. So, I don't know. I would only do it if, like, I agreed to use my DNA as the hybrid side. So I have, have a part in it, you know? Whether it be, I guess, my X chromosome that I'm donating i don't know this is a very hypothetical situation but um you know we really know would in that case i'd be donating my egg remember that arnold schwarzenegger movie mr mom yeah i thought that was hulk hogan that was just magic though they're like yeah you're pregnant you're thinking of twins maybe it's no, twins it was... it's the one where arnold schwarzenegger no, yeah. literally becomes Birth a mother mm-hmm. that was an interesting decision it's not the tumor. It's a baby. <laughs> it's muscle. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's a child. Uh, yeah, he like just random. He was randomly in this movie where he like birthed the baby. I think they like cut him open, do a cesarean section on him. So if he could do it, why can't we? Why can't we create this monkey hybrid creature? Like I mean, we as like humanity. 
and possibly us like as a trio. I'm just thinking about how this you raise this thing, you know? It's like you got to you got to be careful about that. You need a you need, you need an Ian to make sure that he uh the child hybrid develops in a in a way that is not like uh, the Planet of the Apes or they didn't would raise Would you foster would you foster ape children, Ian? Like the government comes I don't to you? Think I know enough about apes to to be qualified for that. Mm-hmm. But if you combined your therapy with an with an ape psychologist, <laughs> and, ape, you, you, and you're like, okay, I'll handle the human part, and then when he starts doing the ape, you translate. I'll be like, listen, you can't do that. It's bad. And he's like, oh, oh, ah, ah. You're like, yeah. What you What'd you say? What'd you say? Oh, I don't know. It's a little ambiguous. He's like, what did he say to me? He says, I'm going to destroy you, or I want to give you a hug. I'm not sure. I would be part of a team that would raise a an ape boy. Ape boy. As long as you made sure he ended up being like using his powers for good, like for a superhero. Yeah, of course. You would be like, listen, here's Cat Boy. He turned out all right. <laughs> 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 You're showing him the dead body of Cat Boy. <laughs> He's all right. So what if they reanimated his corpse? He lives on through us. How much of that canon's even out there that we're referencing it so willy-nilly? <laughs> Catboy's not... Oh, yeah, we, we never actually got dead Catboy coming back to life in the in the actual... Yeah, and technically in the actual universe, Catboy only just has joined the team like the day after Christmas 2018. <laughs> and Stroh never devolved into his alcoholism and all the other characters never went downhill either. So in theory, they're still pure and ready to be yeah molded again the way i see the hamtramck avengers universe is like it's currently in this fever dream where there was this christmas episode and that was long ago in the past but now the creators are in such flux over like how the universe should proceed these episodes are happening that maybe they're real maybe they're not maybe they're just the figment of these characters imagination as they stumble through their own psyche and eventually, we're going to be woke, waking up. We're going to be the woke Hemtramck Avengers. And we're going to have a full, fully developed cadre of superheroes, villains, taking on the themes of our day in audio play format. Mm. First, we got to get Devin fucking a B. I've determined there's priorities. Whoa, that's not woke, bro. <laughs> that is why it was before the woke cast. It's <laughs> all so part of the. All carefully timed out in the timeline. Yeah, we need to have something to be forgiven of in order to be lauded and praised. I think. I think that's how it works. It's a bold strategy. Fuck up on purpose so that you can instantly launch your campaign of wokeness. Well, I don't know what group would be against you fucking a bee, like bee horticulture. Not (laughs) what do they call the bee uh, beekeepers? Fucking beekeepers. I don't know whoever wrote The Secret Life of Bees. <laughs> what would they have against you fucking a bee? They're just like, no, they're innocent. Just ruined the whole colony. This is like 90 minutes into the movie where like they have, there's wanton human destruction on account of these bees and then you start copulating with them. Well, actually, here's a thought. I was watching that uh, show The One with Amy. You know what I'm talking about? No. Mm-mm. So she turned me onto this show where it's like they study these ants 
And they're like, okay, the ants produce this pheromone that's really powerful, and that determines who's going to mate with who. And in the show, they use that for humans to see how you're, you're compatible with your one person. But I was like, you know, that's only like level one. I was like, what the main character c- should do, which is this, the main character is this control freak woman who becomes the CEO of this company or whatever. And I was like, what she should do is take that research about the queen bee and the, or the queen ant and take those pheromones and make everybody her fucking slaves, you know, and say like, yeah, I got the queen bee pheromones. So what if when I'm maybe fucking this queen bee, <laughs> um, there's some kind of pheromone crossover where it's like I do it because I want to control all the bees in the world and become bee man. You're doing it as a heroic act to uh, yeah. It's not that I have a fetish. Yeah, it's for right. Well, you're fucking the queen bee into submission. Yeah, she's gonna fucking take over the world. I'm like, no, baby, I'm gonna save the world. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you into submission. <laughs> and then they 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 listen to my pheromones. I'm like, yeah, go back to making honey bees. And also, I don't know about the zombie ones. <laughs> Stop killing everybody. Here, snack on this all. This is our all. heroic main character. <laughs> <laughs> Still working it out in my head. Just so is my, so is my character, too. They're like, yeah, I haven't worked it all in my head, but if I fuck this bee, I'm going to take control of the whole colony because of pheromones. I think they call them uh, cuticle, cuticular something, we, something. I was at Ian's place today and we were doing some exec producing on zombies Bronwyn was showing us some uh, insect intelligence videos so I'm like okay so this is how the insect world fucks kind of thing what was it called it was called green pornos or something yep and Isabella Rossellini uh, wrote and produced and acted in them probably made the costumes too like the secret sex life of ants (laughs) yep yeah, so she did this video talking about how bees fuck. Yeah. And what happens is there's this horny female bee. She's flying in the air. All the all the guys are chasing after her. You know, they're punching each other and stuff. And one bee finally gets to do it, and he's fucking her in the air, mid-air fucking. So this is going to be a great... aerial fucking. This could be a great shot. Right. Are we gonna do that, Ariel? Jesus, this sounds advanced. I'm, we're gonna need a string team. Oh, we're gonna. I'm gonna need, like the That's matrix. why we got the the green screen. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to be like fucking floating through the air. We're gonna be like, I'm gonna be suspended, like fucking Mission Impossible, dropping down on this biatch. Yeah. You know we're gonna have Matt Damon floating with you, <laughs> <laughs> like an interstellar. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's all you've done the zero G stuff before. Right? It's a little different reason. Okay, so he's fucking this bee in midair, or this queen bee. Yeah, and what happens is, like, right when the bee climaxes, the female bee, like, her vagina clamps down on the penis, and it rips the penis off the male bee, who then, like, falls and dies, knowing that his sperm's going to create a whole new hive somewhere in in the yonder world. Did his job, I guess. So like it's kind of a tragic tale where where the hero overcomes his faults and Damn. sacrifices himself to go up into the air and fuck a bee only for his dickless body to plummet to the earth. <laughs> 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 like straight up Hamlet style or something. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking, it's like in uh, those uh, 
300 movies and stuff like that. I got the music on. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's like falling back to earth without a dick. Gaping <laughs> dick wound is just <laughs> bleeding in the air. No, the dick is like fly, flying through the air next to him, like looking at it. Well, the important thing is, is that the dick is like corking the female bee. Oh, and okay. I figured this could be like you're planting an explosive or Ian said a poison in the bee. Like you would genetically modify your balls to spit poison. Fuck the bee. Like an Independence Day where Jeff Goldblum uploads the virus to the mothership. This is you screwing the bee. Give her the floppy D. This is your floppy D is inserted. <laughs> and then you bail out. a floppy afterwards. Right. And then, like afterwards, like the for the final final part, maybe like there's it goes to black, and then like we see your face like in the in a hospital bed, <laughs> like a big old fucking bandage over your dick. <laughs> it was dick reconstruction surgery. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look the same way it used to. <laughs> like, is it is is it, is it bigger? <laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you can rework it a little. You know, make it, make it better. No, but maybe in the sequel, I'll get like a robot dick or something. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, the, like a bionic arm. <laughs> it's forty years later. You're stand. You're you're like a grizzled veteran, and we're trying to get you to destroy the other bee invasion. And we're at your house in the dark, and you're preparing coffee, being like. I don't want to do any more of this and you're not even using your hands, but like the sugar's going into the coffee and being stirred by your dick. <laughs> it's also Bruce fucking coffee. <laughs> fucking Keurig. Yeah, see, like you could use it for anything. Like I could just come in there, swoop in and like go-go gadget dick and uh, just do whatever with it. All these different swap-out attachments. I got a whole fucking kit that I can swap out. It's modular, you know? Yeah. Come in there with my helicopter dick. So look at this. This franchise, we can keep this thing going forever. And I feel like there's an infinite, there's something something infinite in it. We have to have a social message for the robot dick one, but I'm sure we'll figure one out. Man embracing technology. Yeah. Or unembracing it. Too much embrace. Too much dick. I don't know. Techno it's dick. It's be like chaos theory. Man loses dick. Man gets... Uh, Genetically modified dick. I don't know. Maybe I could do the genetically modified dick inside the robot. I don't know. I like robo dick better. I like how you were More fighting potential. the idea of ever even being in a movie like this like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and now you're inventing hey, more roles I where still, your dick is I still featured. haven't said I'm doing it. I'm just saying I'm spitballing here. You know? Spitballing <laughs> on this dick. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think it feel like, you know... I mean, it's hard for a guy. You agree? It's hard for a guy to compete with a fucking vibrator, right? But if your dick could do that, whoa! whoa. I think there is a movie like that where it's like an alien being, like monitors the population of Earth, and like creates a disguise for one of its aliens to go and mate with a female, and they don't know how dicks work. They just kidnapped a few like dildos, and they were like, okay. So when every time he gets horny, it's just like That's cheating, man. Yeah. Hey, you gotta get that special power from the bee. <laughs> you can vibrate. <laughs> it attracts them. <laughs> They're drawn to 
Many people don't know an, un an important undertone to the bees buzzing is not their wings, but the counterpoint in their dicks. There's not enough research right now to fully study that, I guess. For as far as we know, they could have had this, this special ability. Vibranium dicks. Vibranium. I like that. Possibly nerdy taken term. I mean, all matter is constantly moving, as they say in science. So technically all dicks are vibrating nope. dicks. Some just vibrate more than others. That's right. That's the fucking tagline for the seventh sequel to zombies. <laughs> just morphed into like a spin-off series about this guy and his dick. You know, it's about accepting yourself as a as a man. I feel like robot people would go see a robo dick movie. Robo people would see a robo dick movie? No, I feel like just people. Oh, just all kinds of people. I don't know if that's been done where it's like it's your gadget that you use all the time. Like Google gadget means fuck it. It's like RoboCop, but just with his dick. Did we talk about the Dutch people who made a dick show? A children's dick know. show. I'm... Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> that's already been done, David. <laughs> what is it? It was a while back. I don't really remember the details about it, um, but it was a man with a giant dick. And that was basically like the running joke of the show was that he would like that's the superhero fix problems with his huge dick, but it was like yeah. a kid's show. It was pretty inappropriate, but so they had to be creative with it because it wasn't just a robo dick. They had to just come with mm -hmm. creative uses for an actual just big dick. Yeah, you'd go around smiting people with it. And it had like a mind of its own and would like bother people and the people would have to be like, put your dick away. Put your dick away. It's not nice to have your dick out. Like, and like, that's like the, because it's a children's show. It's for like people who are four years old. I do remember you guys talking about it. I was just, you now still confuses me. You're saying that the problem with that show is it was aimed for like four year olds. We need the pretensile dick show for teens to adults. We need to fully capitalize on it because they, they, they had a good idea. But it's not always the first movers that uh, dominate the market, you know? Yeah. It's, it's bigger, big, bad Scott cast um, media empire swoops in and capitalizes on it. I think you're right. Maybe that's what we need to do. So you guys should start writing the script on this? Yeah. <laughs> We're getting to it. <laughs> we, we just came up with the story uh, about five seconds ago. So you're still working on the... It sound, well, I thought that was more towards the ending. The climax, if you will. Um, climax of the story. In zombies, yeah. Like at the, the end, thing. your well, dick gets ripped So we got, we got the setup and we got the, the ending. We've got some ideas about what happens in between, but haven't fleshed that out fully. Yeah. We're going to get a cork board with some index cards to keep track of all the ideas we need. A little physical manifestation of zombies the thought you know if you don't want to do the physical cork board there's a digital cork board there's apps and stuff for that oh I, I didn't realize we were in 2021 i have an app called scrivener that has that storyboarding thing and it actually shows you like a cork board like so you can still get the cork board it's just a digital cork board yeah with index cards it's nice here's something that might help us with some of the heavy lifting on zombies production we're a small team we're going to be doing a lot of the grunt work on our own and stuff to make this happen because it's 
It's a labor of love. It's a LOL. It's a labor of love and it's an LOL. Exoskeletons are going to be seen for sale soon at local big box stores such as Home Depot and Lowe's. Straight up exoskeletons. You fucking plug yourself in like a Gundam or something and <laughs> you, you could run faster, you could lift shit, you could th- like you can lift a car, you could punch people out, you could fight crime. You know, they actually are already using these in um, some Propose not actually for competitions, but they're proposing them for competitions for helping people do squats and stuff like that, where the guys are wearing these exoskeletons and like helping with the squat. I think they're not using them yet, but I've seen videos of them doing it. And yeah, if it could help you fucking lift up a car or some shit, that'd be amazing. Right? It seems a little weird that you're there allowing it for use in competitions for weightlifting. It seems besides the point. No, the spotters. (laughs) Use it. Oh, spotters! You okay? So uh, when you're assisting with that, yeah, yeah, that makes sense because like you're spotting for the world's strongest man. <laughs> and those are some big boys that they have spotting next to them too. It's like, is yeah, if something was wrong, you don't want them to get hurt. Yeah, that would definitely change the world's strongest man competitions if they just let them use these these exoskeletons. Yeah. I've seen them use them in like uh, the military though, where they have them like walking, and they're like the problem with them right now is like the from like the previous ones i don't know this one that you sent the link for but they it's, they're kind of like they stick kind of too far out like they're, they could get tripped up on stuff they're not like really continuous with the body they kind of bulge out but they had these guys walking on the you know doing these uh really long walks with like weighted you know like a big weighted backpack on and they'd walk for a really long time but then you know it wouldn't be very fatiguing but then as soon as they took the uh suit off they just their bodies felt like it just gravity got multiplied by 10 and they're just like so sluggish and they got fatigued because of that because their body was like what the hell and it confused their bodies that makes sense it's because it's more like you're wearing those things and it's like you're just lying on the couch just watching tv with your body just being all like flubbery and whatever just giving the slightest movement to move and stuff and then when you finally get out of it it's like it's you think you were on a hike but in reality, you're just sitting around. It's like the Matrix. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, they start bleeding and shit out of the nose. It's like, Jesus, you were just laying down there. And he's like, yeah, the mind makes it real. It's like, really? Does it? I mean, to some extent, yes. But Jesus, you're bleeding. I'd get an exoskeleton. I'd wear it. Why not? I would just wear it all the time. Okay. Just never take it off. Mm-hmm. Let my body atrophy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even fucking eat some cereal in the morning. You're like, ah, I need more power. Call the cops. I need a jaw upgrade. <laughs> this only your facial muscles are still working. So I wonder, like, if if that became like a part of our life, and we sort of integrated that in general across the population, like what the evolutionary uh, consequences of that would be? Would we all just sort of? turn into blobs when we're outside of our suits <laughs> like in wally yeah i think we would just become like these weak little amoeba blobs with like giant dicks because that's the only thing <laughs> being selected from that point on that evolutionarily mm. speaking i was wondering about uh movement for like creatures that don't have skeletons right because i know how our skeletons work it's like that's a lever basically and you gotta 
point above the joint and below the joint that kind of interact and they pull your your body around. I don't know if exoskeletons work the same way, but just the opposite. I know that they have some physiologists have talked about that and I, I would have to review what they said, but the gist of it was that when you scale it up to a larger size than an ant, exoskeletons don't work anymore. So mm-hmm. the reason they can lift like 10 times their body weight or not, no, it's not 10 times. It's like a lot. It's like, what is a hundred and something times their body weight, but it doesn't, the economy of scale doesn't work at, it, it doesn't work at that, uh, larger, right. something to do with, um, the density of the body. when you start scaling it up, they're extremely dense at that smaller scale, but you make them bigger and they have more, more volume for the same amount of mass. And it just, but like, how work. does it. How does it work like on the inside? Like, is it because I always thought bugs and stuff, they were just like bug soup on the inside. Just this just this liquid sloshing around the skeleton and somehow existing as a living creature. And even like animals that don't have skeletons but can still move, like jellyfish or uh, slugs. Like, I was trying to think of like how parts of my body would move without bones or muscles. And the only thing I could think of was my dick. <laughs> I knew you going there. I'm so proud you of you. You need a baculum. <laughs> yeah. So are they just like sentient dicks? <laughs> Everything's a dick. <laughs> And you is know, that what we would become if we uh, <laughs> so evolved in these exo? All the skeleton would like disintegrate because we don't need the structure support anymore. We have our devices. We have our Tesla's bodysuit, and our entire body would become a boner. The vein structure of a boner, and like when we get excited, <laughs> we become defined. Does it get turned on? <laughs> All right, I gotta go into the fridge. I gotta get a beer. Ah! <laughs> Better watch some porn. I gotta move. A very libidinous culture because that's the only thing that gives anybody any personality, any definition. I was gonna say though, uh, if you started using, if they started using these in the military and they can only hold a certain amount of weight, but you're still weight bearing, what happens in the military is like as soon as they can. So like I, I used to know, I don't, have I told you the story about the guy who developed the backpacks for the military and he made them more ergonomic? I think and so. They, yeah. So like they made them more ergonomic. Like, great. Uh, you know, it takes uh, the way that you restructured it. The guys who carry all these, uh, the, the equipment for, you know, out in combat, they can, uh, now they can carry uh, like, it, it, the load has been reduced by like 40% or whatever. And he's like, oh, it's great. So the military brass said, that's perfect. Let's put 40% more stuff in their backpack. Like, oh, that wasn't the point of it. <laughs> so like, if they gave them an exoskeleton, they would still have them doing all this crazy shit. They would just have them do more. And as long as they're still weight-bearing, if it's amplifying what you got, you're still using it. You're still doing a squat. You're still doing a, a lift and you're still using your arms and stuff. Hopefully, you wouldn't atrophy. They would just have you do more. That makes me think, though, like, what about an exoskeleton that is controlled by drone technology. Hear me out. So you plug yourself into the exoskeleton and some idiot at base camp or whatever is uh, piloting your body as it goes about its chores and stuff. 
And meanwhile, you have your virtual reality glasses and you're like watching TV or catching up on YouTube or something or or reading some emails, you know, while you're doing all the strenuous physical labor. And then like when you need to battle, the glasses turn to reality mode and it's just like time to punch people with your exoskeleton. <laughs> and, a, and a manual control is assumed. It would seem like you would need to volunteer for this because, like, why would they even need your fleshy little meat bag <laughs> yeah. of a body in there in the first place? You'd be like, no, I live for this shit. <laughs> you adrenaline junkie, you're like, I want to be there. I want you to hijack my body. Scott's always trying to get people to fucking hijack his body. When he was on my fitness show, he was like, can you just, I would just like them to take control of my body to do the workout. I'm like, you would still not like it. And he's like, no, I would, I would do it. I would consent to it. It's like, why not just do it yourself? Well, tell Scott Science the technology is here. Combine drones with exoskeletons. Make them like you, like you said, like all these exoskeletons allowed us to carry thirty more pounds. So we're gonna give them sixty more pounds to haul. Like, yeah, just push the limit and make them just drone. Make them fucking do some push-ups, some pull-ups. I'm telling you, maybe he's onto something. He's gonna hate it, but he'll still get it. But he's going to do <laughs> it because... It's very expensive. <laughs> You're like, I have to buy all these extra heavy weights and stuff. It's like, I could just train them with lighter weights right now without the exoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could lift 10 pounds with your regular muscles or we could lift 10,000 pounds with this exoskeleton. <laughs> it's so much cooler. I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if people feel cool, I mean, if you could like make them like into like a fucking Gundam, like you said, and they're fucking wrecking... Like, you know those rooms that you guys talk about where you take out all your rage with the breaking stuff in the rooms? Yeah. yeah. You can do that with a Gundam. Massive collateral damage everywhere. Just break right through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, we didn't think about this one through. Uh, <laughs> you got a, a Gundam loose. <laughs> <laughs> the gymnasium just had like two TVs in it. And the guy's like, fuck that. Fucking leaves. <laughs> Giant hole. Throws the guy's fucking car. Like, there's an off switch, right? And the guy's like, "Ooh, yeah." Then gets around to installing that. It was a demo. I thought it would fall the, apart. Sneaky D, you're the one who said putting the drone technology in the exoskeleton was a dumb idea. <laughs> it's all ears. Let's see what happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this exoskeleton technology because if they can slim it down a little bit to make it more ergonomic, I mean, it's going to be sold at Home Depot and Lowe's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's like buying a fucking you know tool or like buying a tractor or some shit. You hop in the tractor, you use it, and then you hop out the tractor. But it would be crazy if you could just... I mean, that's how it's going to start. But you know, yeah. as the technology progresses and they're not so bulky and stuff like that, you can just wear them, all, wear them around. We'll wear them, you know, is the, hey, is that guy packing? Like, got a hoodie on. I wonder if he's got a fucking exoskeleton on. Fucking rip it off. Like, hey, cyborg, bitches. I like the idea of like your wearing an exoskeleton you're using the exoskeleton you're wearing baggy clothes so you can do things and when you're about to commit a crime your first move is <laughs> look what i got rip i'm naked now <laughs> naked just shirtless well you know he's got his shirt from the exoskeleton under the exoskeleton i guess but you know first move tear off clothes naked, just come, i mean we already got the Neuralink stuff going on. Why not just pair up with your little cyborg, cybernetic body? Everybody's going to be like, oh, you want one of those bodies that's the fleshy organs and stuff? Basically, 
bunch of dicks essentially just uh just <laughs> filling up with blood pumping around stupid swap it out for prosthetic parts and just keep your brain everything else is controlled in your little robot body your little prosthetic body which can do all this crazy shit i think i understand what you just meant like your whole body's cybernetic except for your brain like like this guy is at a dealership where he gets to choose between <laughs> sells his organs like yeah give me that <laughs> just a trade in <laughs> at the dealership all right, what do you got? I got a 30, 31 year old body, um, you know, just uh, wasting away here. The I mean, I bought an NFT that said I'm pretty healthy. I mean, uh, you want to you want to take these organs off my hands? They're like, yeah, we can get pretty fair value for this. Swap that in. I can hook up with like a basic level prosthetic body. You just start there and work your way up. You know, it's good resale value on this body. So, guys, what? it is time. It is time for none other than the fan favorite segment that we've neglected for i suppose months <laughs> <laughs> but now it's replete with baggage hey you should have some fucking email bagpipes playing right now right email bag all right first entry in the email bag comes from uh the legion of scots fan of oh, scott cast Dear Scott Cast, the Legion of Scots needs psychological advice from the former pod king. Yeah, so I guess from Ian. Okay. This I was is like, a... which former pod king? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Scott. Yeah, I don't give psychological don't advice. <laughs> Skip. That's a that's a bad that's a bad source to be <laughs> asking from. <laughs> um, the Legion of Scots needs psychological advice from the former pod king. This is a super colorful, confusing ScottCast issue. The Legion of Scots, of course, listens to ScottCast in the sauna. The Legion, I'm, I'm assuming Legion is Scott Science. The Legion got great happiness listening to deep ScottCast issues, issues, such as farts and penis sizes. I don't remember when we were talking about that, but I'm sure it was... You don't remember the whole episode where that was full of farts with the NFTs? Oh, yeah, now I do. <laughs> oh, I remember it all. Uh, well, hopefully all the dick geez. talk today will be pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I heard on the airport ride home is listening to Scott Cass and but hey, like my clients next to me. What are you listening to? Oh, uh, this nothing. Just <laughs> <laughs> why are you chuckling? Uh, I don't know. Got the chuckles. And there's like just listening to all these fart noises and stuff as we're fucking taking off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, prepare for takeoff. <laughs> Why am I using it so much? <laughs> see, see, this is what this Scott was talking about. He's like, Scott thinks the fart jokes are hilarious. It was funny. I fucking hear it back. <laughs> like when you were actually listening to it, you're sitting on modern technology. You're being thrust hundreds of miles an hour into the air, listening to fart noises for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I was just hoping nobody could hear like outside my little earbuds. That's a thing in Japan. I heard. I read an article. They're very conscientious about whether like there's noise pollution from their earbuds. And if you're listening to music too loud, this one girl was doing that in a subway, oh. and and like she looks down at this person's phone, and they're like they're like googling and like showing it to her. Like, are my earbuds too loud? Google. So yeah, you want to you want to do good there, but I think in a plane you're fine. They had an app. They had a, they had, had like an app or like Google that told them 
that they're being if they're being too loud, like the decibel level. Like as a passive aggressive way, like oh. the person next to her to complain, Googled, are my earphones too loud? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Scott just triggered it. That's a thing. So, anyways, oh, continuing on to this letter. Oh, okay. So the, here's the issue, uh, mm-hmm. Ian. The issue is: Can the Legion, Scott Science, listen to Scott Cast in the nude, knowing that the Legion, Scott Science, is located <laughs> off Exit 69, Big Beaver Road? Damn. Is this a problem? That Big Beaver Dam. Uh, has someone complained? <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's a weird thing. It's like this is all personal I mean, information that would affect nobody <laughs> if it was never brought up. <laughs> yeah, if you've gotten complaints, then uh, I would need more information about that. But I don't care uh, what state you're in when you listen. So state of mind keep, or keep state doing of you? Yeah, whatever person. works for you. Sometimes, like I rush through an edit job on Scottcast, and I'll. You can cut them some things and leave some things like unlistened to and publish it raw. But like before I hit publish, I'll listen to the episode. And I'm doing going about my day doing this because I don't got all the time in the world. And I'll take a shower and I'll listen to Scott Cast. Be like, did I miss anything? So I have mm-hmm. listened to ourselves talking while I was in the nude. So mm-hmm. if I could do it, I think Scott Science could do it. Yeah, yeah it's similar to a spa. I mean, you got steam. Yeah, and you know, yeah, I think his spa is not that steamy, but it's like a dry sauna. How does that work? Dry sauna, just hot in there. Email bag us in there. <laughs> uh, explain, explain exactly how the uh, the infrared sauna works. Yeah, so what you, that's what you do, guys, is you go to the the scottcast.com right there on that home page there's a box you can email us in with so that was a good email that wasn't so bad i thought it was gonna be a little more uh oh he's coming back (laughs) coming at you this next email comes from uh scott fab remember scott fab i i told i said he was a a listener and uh we were talking a couple episodes ago about how when certain genres of music start talking about fucking, they kind of create their own genre of pop music that goes on to great success, usually financially for a while. And that we should take advantage of that paradigm and take prog music, make it about fucking, popularize it, make bank and retire. You know, Freedom 45 kind of situation. And we asked Scott Scott Fab because we know he's a musician, whether he'd uh, participate. And this is what he wrote in. Oh. Yeah. Dear Scott Cast, a new genre of music and a Scott Cast band. What's not to like? If you're holding auditions, please count me in. Any sound effect or instrument. We got Scott Fab. Dude, you could put it in the fucking zombies movie as a by the soundtrack. Yeah. (laughs) It's about fucking. The Queen Bee fucking song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We need to make prog. Okay, Scott Fab, this is what I need you to think about. I don't know what kind of level of involvement you want. Everything from sound effect to instruments. That's a lot of, that's a lot of different things. Oh, he also says, I appreciate you guys podcasting during these difficult times. I, I appreciate you listening during these times. Thank you so much, Scott Fab. But, uh, 
Now we're putting you to work. Yeah. This is what I need you to think of. <laughs> Thanks for the email back. Instantly put you to work. <laughs> the guy writes in once. <laughs> well, he did say, yeah, he's interested. So, yeah. Yeah. So what we got to do is any sound effect or instrument, we need prog music about fucking that we can push to the pop radio airwaves that also has the theme of environmental protectionists and bees being reincarnated and becoming very vicious. And then Dave fucking the bee. They might already have a song kind of similar to this. That The song I think is called Honey. Uh, what the fuck? Who sings that? Is it Prague, though? <laughs> it's not Prague, but it's like... Uh, I don't know what the exact genre is. It's what like time signature hard, is hard it? Hard rock or something? Or it's actually not a bad song. One honey on the table. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> just becomes David trying to figure out the song. <laughs> I don't know if I can look it up. Oh, it's by Thrice. What is it like? A uh, hinder? It's definitely some kind of rock. Uh, this is rock band. If I can help. Experimental rock band. Well, if it's experimental, I guess that's close to Prague. You know, you don't want to talk about with that song? No. <laughs> I think if it's a sexual song or not, though. Keep swinging my hand through a swarm of bees. I want honey on the table. We could probably get rights to that. If we can get Matt Damon, we can get the rights to honey. I do what I want. I do what I please. I'll do it again till I get what I need. Okay, here's what we do. We're going to make a prog rock cover of the Honey song because it's probably about fucking. Let's just be real. It's, it seems like it is. There was that one line. I remember that like the undertones of like some kind of sex thing mixed in with like honey and bees and shit and a swarm of swinging your hand through a swarm of bees because you want honey. Do any of Okay, this might be a hard right, but like do any of you guys understand why they call it the birds and the bees? Like have you ever <laughs> seen either of those things fucking? Isn't it about pollination, though? I don't know. Is it about scaring children into not having sex because your dick will fall off? Right? Because if that's what the birds and the bees <laughs> talk was, yeah, that would make sense. I think that's something to do with the bees pollinating. The you know because they gotta they gotta interact. They gotta rub up against the flower, right? And then that right. that rubs against another flower. It's like bees facilitating flower sex. I know. They're the middleman. They're the wingmen. <laughs> Either way, none of these metaphors are good for humans. Not sexual. a good metaphor. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying they're better for like STI transmission because like the bees go with all the flowers and all the flowers hook up with the, each other that way. But yeah, that sounds like a super confusing way to com- explain it to a child like directly. Like, okay, the, the bees pollinate and then the... What does that have to do with the bees' eggs hatching? Right, and birds, they don't even have the standard equipment. They got cloacas. <laughs> like a shark. A reptile. And dinosaurs. Which is like, I guess if you want to explain reproduction generally, yeah, let's go into the more abstract forms of reproduction. Discuss these with children. And then like spring it on them at the end that, hey, humans do this too. And that's how you showed up. Yeah, just forget the Forget the birds and the bees. We're going to talk about the... Fucking reptiles and the birds and the reptiles. Fucking birds and the sharks. We're going to tell you about the cannibalistic process of the praying mantis. <laughs> and how that applies to you. Probably it's just about as sensible as the birds and the bees scenario. I think anybody's actually successfully ever used that to describe sexual intercourse in a way that actually 
benefits the child in any way. Besides confusing the fuck out of them. Yeah, what is the birds and the bees talk? Did, did anybody ever like... You don't mention the birds and the bees. You just completely throw that analogy out and you just tell them directly. <laughs> just confuse, just like a little lob of confusion right in the middle of it. <laughs> you should have a skit of us trying to... Do, when the, in the movie where the guy is trying to say, well, oh, okay, the birds and the bees. He's trying to explain how they all work together and everybody's just sitting there fucking confused. A bunch of third graders like, fuck is this? <laughs> and then the bees start attacking right <laughs> just like as soon as <laughs> every scene as soon as he drops down like the slide showing like the human penis like a bee like blasts through this the screen and like that's f- foreshadowing to when the bee destroys your penis david yeah that's the scene oh i yeah horse foreskin shadowing yeah force yeah there's another email. This one also from Scott Science. Oh boy! Yes, I, I just I only want more Scott Science email bags. By the way, with all this said, he's finally writing in instead of just telling me <laughs> and like telling me to tell you. I was like, why don't you just email him? So yeah, <laughs> there we go. Random thoughts while listening in my sauna. So he didn't wait for my go ahead on the previous email. <laughs> He just kept going. Is King Kong cool? No. Is an underground city the same as Hollow Earth? No. No. How does one light an underground city or Hollow Earth? Electricity. Rolling dicks. Oh, yeah, that works too. Or or bioluminescence. I like bioluminescence. You wanted a bioluminescent dick, so... yeah. CRISPR. When we all lose our bones and form and density, will CRISPR inject bioluminescence into our bodies, and we will have light everywhere we go. Hell yeah! Yeah, it'll be sucky for when we go to sleep, but that's fine. Just CRISPR your eyes to block it out, eyelids to block it out. Boom. This next line, I don't know how he got to it, <laughs> but <laughs> here it is. <laughs> okay. Naked older women are underrated. They have hidden beauty. They need more sauna time. Okay. All right. So Scott's wanting the older women to join him in the sauna. He wants to, the, the, just putting the call out there on this on this podcast. <laughs> hey, any older women listening to Scott? <laughs> yeah. Well, Scott, so- how many of your uh, target audience here is in the uh, seventy-five to ninety? Well, let's say the seventy-five plus uh, age range female listening to this podcast is that the range he's going for okay i don't know i don't know i don't know let's say let's say senior 65 there we go okay older he said said older he said older all right next line fan favorite ian and sneaky d are great but don't underestimate the awesome sound guy thank you scott science the legion of scots themselves need a podcast Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. He listened to your episode where you said you were offering your services. I'm looking for, yeah, I'm looking to produce some other people's podcasts that they record and I put together and publish and shit for the sake of creating a podcast empire where I sell advertising. Uh, maybe a weekly pod about electric cars, crypto, or health. I feel like you and Scott Science, David, should put on that pod. 
I told them I'm not interested in doing electric cars technically. I mean, it's interesting, but I'm not like a car enthusiast. I just like Tesla. There we go. You know, I'm not loyal to them either. When it comes out with a better electric vehicle that does the same shit, but better, uh, jump shit. There you go. Loyalty so, is, a, is is a trap, Scott. We talked about this. So, so yeah, don't don't ask Sneaky D to be on your podcast. <laughs> but if it's about health stuff, I mean, what was the other one? Crypto. Crypto. Uh, I want a weirder technology. Like, These are all like uh, fad technologies. I, have, I feel like I want an exoskeleton fucking podcast. If you could do that, that would be sweet. Exoskeleton fucking podcast. Yeah. yeah. So oh yeah. I want to see how exoskeletons are used in the world of sexuality. Yeah, you know, you get fatigued and you're like, ah, oh, sorry. I wish we could go longer. But... It's like just this robot that holds your cock straight. <laughs> <laughs> Enables you to, vibrates you. Yeah. It's still there. It shakes you. It hurts. <laughs> he likes the, the solo way. pods and he misses the Scott take. The Pod King solo wow. makes the Legions of Scott proud. Well, thank you, Legion of Scott, Scott Science. Member, regent, colorful guy himself. And that is our email bags, except for, wait, one more from uh, Master Charles. Did you see? Let me see. What did I write? I wrote something. He email bagged you a TikTok? Yeah, he email bagged a TikTok. And I've been getting into TikTok lately. I've been wasting a lot of time on it. I still don't know what I want to create on it if I want to create anything. But I'm starting to get That's- warmed up to it as a medium. How did my goldfish get up in the tree? Who threw it up there? I can't get it. Oh, I got it. That was easy. Wow, this is a big handful. Smile. <laughs> They're making more money. That grandma in that video is making bank. Let me let me tell you this some of the statistics just on that. Those older women, man. Right? The audience right there, the fucking goldfish lady. <laughs> This is what Scott. Yeah, here you go, Scott. Science. This is you. You asked, we're gonna deliver. You want goldfish? You want some goldfish? Do a goldfish podcast. You just gotta message. You just gotta message. Collaborate. Listen, you just gotta message on TikTok, Grandma underscore Droniac. Uh, she's getting that goldfish money, so she, you know, she's good for it. She's putting up TikToks. This goldfish ad that you just heard, one hundred twenty-one thousand likes. 2,500 messages and 2,500 shares. Goldfish is probably making bank on this. People are all going by Goldfish because of this grandma ad. I just want to get get on this ad action now. That's what it makes me think about. Like, how can we promote things? Or we could just... Scott Cast merch where they're like, hey, I could really use that Scott Cast merch up in that tree. <laughs> Just the hey. same exact thing. <laughs> Actually, probably would work. <laughs> why don't you, Scott? Why don't you just do parodies of literally everything that's on TikTok, but just put Scott Cass merch in? <laughs> yes, that's what we're doing. I know. Just, just fucking troll everybody with it, and they're like, "Will you stop using our ideas?" Be like, "What are you talking about, man? It's TikTok. You can do. A, you didn't ask Goldfish if you could use their fucking product." Well, Sorry. I think Goldfish asked them because they used hashtag wow, ad. This is a big handful. But everybody that you could use all the same hashtags is what they use in the original thing. You do a parody of their content. You say it's just a parody. And then um, you got your Scott Cast tidy whities stuck up in a tree. How can I get them down? <laughs> and then 
they come down and you're wearing them. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Everyone, it. let me see. What What is this profile I have called? I have a profile on TikTok. Everyone go follow it so you, so you can fucking... You get some of that fresh cheese, Scott. Get that stuck up in a tree. Okay, yeah, it's at the Scott cast. No underscore. Fucking go follow that shit. We're going to be doing some merch. I'm going to fucking take down this grandma first thing. I just need a tree. <laughs> one day, yeah, it'll be like one of those things where she'll jump ships like the, uh, with the fucking, can you hear me now guy? That grandma's going to be working for you. Make it selling your actual merch. <laughs> I'll pay her by being like, here's Scott Science's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's all TikTok. our email bags. And that was TikTok. That was the TikTok one. So if you want to do email bag, go to the scottcast.com and send in your email bag. And you could be featured and in, in, uh, somewhat mocked just like our fine participants today. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty standard. If you email bag in, usually they, your words get contorted, contorted terribly. It's not contorted. I read them aloud. I've read. I've had my some of my stuff read on Scott Cast before, and it never ends up how it's supposed to originally be read. Well, I got to truncate like half your fucking essay to fit it in time constraints. I don't have enough bandwidth to publish an audio book. I'm gonna send you a fucking haiku next time. <laughs> Keep it short. If you make it, if you make a perfect haiku, I'll I'll read it aloud. I'm gonna send you a fucking haiku. Yeah. I don't know what it's about yet. So, guys, what did we learn today? I think deep down, uh, we're all just full of dicks. Yes. Bag of dicks. We're all just dicks with bones in it. We're baculums. We're baculum sacks. Yeah. <laughs> Guess that sums talked it a up. Lot of, we, le- <laughs> we, talked a, we learned a lot about uh, brainstorming for uh, zombies. There you go. Yeah, I'm still not sure where that's going. But, um, you know. Going to I'll the say moon. this. I'll be open to some stuff. If we do taste, if we make the sex scene very tasteful, maybe. Okay. Like if you get some of that the good cinematography going, like it's all about the angles. Yeah. I get some good angles. Yeah. Let me know how the TikTok stuff works out for you because I think we learned that you need to get on that TikTok game. Yeah. You need to just troll people online, basically just shit on shit on people while promoting yourself. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, did you like how I shit on? Um, this person, um, if you want me to shit on your product, uh, email the Skycast. Yeah. Well, I learned that exoskeletons are about to be sold at Home Depot, and I'm gonna get one. And I'm gonna read more email bags out on the on the cast. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna publish some pods, and I know that these podcasts are gonna be listened to in Scott Science's sauna. Which is great. I learned that. And I learned that there's no business like show business. You learned that in this podcast? Well, just generally. (laughs) 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 Well, I'm really looking forward to you guys penning penning that script and me picking picking it apart. It's going to be a good time. Oh, I'm getting the COVID vaccine soon. So after Ayo. that, we'll all be able to hang out and fucking right. 
Yeah, you're you're all ahead of me. I have to. I'm gonna get like in a week or so. Got it scheduled, and then you gotta also probably wait about ten days afterwards for your immune system to get ramped up after the second shot. So, yeah, and so then approximately probably. five six weeks. Hey, we're starting zombies in person pods, baby. In person pods, <laughs> busting the pretty poker sweet. table out. That's something to get excited about right there. And then we can also do stuff. We should probably have our film crew be all uh, everybody who's involved in the project be vaccinated and yeah. Yeah, make sure we due to budgetary limitations, that shouldn't be a lot of people. <laughs> it's in the budget. People yeah. getting vaccinated because it's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll pay for your vaccination. Oh, it's free? Oh, we'll pay for it. So. We'll, uh, we'll pay for we'll it. Double we'll your salary. Give you a little applause. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's let's get let out, all right? How about the current pod king, the dread pod king, Sneaky D himself? Well, I guess that's a Scottcast. Yeah. Come on, let's the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. I'm your Dread Pod King. This has been a Scottcast, and we bid thee adieu. Oh, see you later, Scottcastigators. Jesus, Scott. I forgot the music. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? That's <laughs> here. All hail, Scottcast. Or you do this podcast. Hey, can't wait to do this in person. Right? It's going to be a lot better. What if we're just as like stilted in person as we are on remote? We forgot how to interact with each other.